The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, certainly a contrast to the clashes and demonstrations and violence going on in the Middle East at the moment. A lot of diplomatic efforts uh, happening on the Middle East front uh, at the moment. Uh, joining us now, Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Always a pleasure to talk to you, Rolene. Welcome. Uh, happy to be here. I was just smiling as you were uh, talking because a lot of uh, diplomacy uh, all over the place taking place at the moment. Well, certainly. Uh, Secretary of State uh, Antony Blinken is in Israel at the moment meeting with uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and uh, Palestinian Authority Prime Minister, President Abbas. Uh, how far has that gone? Well, let's take a look at his trip because he also met earlier today with uh, representatives from civil society. The big issue, of course, is the proposed judicial overhaul. So let's take a look at his uh, trip so far. Yesterday he landed in Israel as part of his tour of the Middle East. He was welcomed by Eli Cohen, who is our foreign minister, and then met with President Herzog. They spoke about the uh, proposed judicial overhaul, and Herzog said to him, you know, he's doing as much as he can in his very limited capacity as president to hear all sides to uh, uh, to try and ensure that broad-based dialogue takes place. Now, one of the big issues is not the fact that there are proposed reforms. As we've said uh, numerous times, uh, you know, it's normal to discuss reforms and changes and, and evolving. Uh, what is a big issue of contention is that these are proposals put forward by uh, the coalition government that does not represent the uh, the thought of many of Israel's constituents. And, of course, you can't change a, a judicial body. It has to be independent and uh, it has to be stable. Uh, he then met with Prime Minister Netanyahu, who thanked him for all the work that the United States is doing at the UN and said that, you know, the, his visit to Israel is, uh, quote unquote, a continual expression of the unbreakable bond between Israel and the United States. It's one of the great alliances of modern history. We share common interests which are growing by the day. We share common values. Two strong democracies which will remain, which, um, I would have been very curious to have been a fly on the wall when the issue of the proposed judicial overhauls did come up sure. in conversation. <laughs> but the big, big subjects uh, are Iran. Mm -hmm. Yes, the Abraham Accords were discussed. He also thanked uh, uh, the Secretary of State for doing everything he can to combat these campaigns of delegitimization. But the big issue is Iran and America and Israel acting together. Blinken has said all options are on the table. You can read into that um, what you what you want. And uh, he also met with our defense minister, Yoav Gallant, who who said, you know, we speak uh, in one voice. Your visit here is a clear message to Iran which, of course, it is. And then it's uh, time for him to meet Mahmoud Abbas. I would also like to have been a fly on the wall in that meeting. Well, that that, that particular meeting, yes, I certainly would have wanted to have been the absolute fly on the wall. I wonder what uh, transpired there. But anyway, a French... Um 
A visit is imminent. Uh, Benjamin Netanyahu will be meeting with uh, President Macron. Yes, the, the two leaders spoke on Monday night. The French president expressed his condolences about the horrific terror attacks that took place over the weekend. And they also discussed, uh, you guessed it, Iran and mm-hmm. the imp- uh, imposing Iranian threat. Uh, and the conversation ended with, you know, um, we, we should meet and, and, and meet they are. The Prime Minister will be flying out of Israel on Thursday and uh, he will fly to uh, Paris. He will meet with President Macron at the Elysee Palace and then return um, on Saturday night, Motzei Shabbat, that's after Shabbat ends. So uh, the Prime Minister, off to a very, very busy start. This will be his second official visit to uh, another country in uh, less than a month. Wow. Okay, so things are happening for the Israeli government right now, as you say. Let's see where what other destinations are in store for uh, heads of state such as Benjamin Netanyahu. Now he's also met with the family of captive Israeli Avera Mengistu. Tell us more. Well, we don't have too much of a readout what he discussed mm-hmm. with the family, but this is Avera Mengistu, one of two Israeli captives who are being held in the Gaza Strip by Hamas. The other is Hisham al-Sayed. Now, you and I discussed just a couple of weeks ago that Hamas had... Uh, um, uh, uh, posted, I was going to say unleashed, I don't know if that's the right word just see what happens just, when you speak it's a, multiple it's, yes, languages. It's, it's, it's a bit uh, descriptive, yeah, but they did uh, post something about uh, captive, I do recall that conversation and this is the first time that we've seen proof of life in, in several years and, and the family this would have been the first time they saw this video along with uh, everybody else who saw it at the same time through through the media? And one can only imagine the the trauma for them. And uh, a couple of months ago, we had video footage of Hisham Al Sayed, believed at, at the time not to be in very good health. We don't know what his health is like at the moment, but um, Mengistu and Al Sayed. Who, who crossed over the border into Gaza between 2014 and 2015, uh, both believed to suffer from mental health issues. Uh, we, we still don't have a clear explanation how they managed to get into Gaza from Israel, but they managed to and were taken captive. And it, it, it's the, the two civilians along with the remains of Lieutenant Hadar Golden and Staff Sergeant Oron Shaul, who fell during Operation Protective Edge during 2014. Their remains are being held there. Now, we know that the families have worked tirelessly speaking to as many international institutions, international leaders, including His Holiness the Pope, who has called for uh, the the captives and the remains to be released. But uh, last night, Prime Minister Netanyahu meeting with the Mengistu family, right. and um, all we know is that he he's probably discussing ongoing efforts by the government to try and uh, secure their release. Rolling, uh, just very quickly, uh, how many captives are there are involved at the moment, known captives? Are they involved? What are we dealing with here? We know of the two civilians, Hisham al-Sayed and Avera Mengistu. Now, in the past, there has been um, 
several kidnappings of soldiers. Uh, some attempts to free them have not gone very well. There was the infamous um, captive Gilad Shalit. He was freed with a, a big prison exchange, something that Israel is going to want to try and avoid as much as possible. A thousand prisoners, many of them with blood on their hands for uh, uh, um, Gilad Shalit. But at the moment, we, we have the the two civilians and the remains of the two fallen soldiers. But this doesn't stop Hamas and various other terror entities mm-hmm. from trying their best to, to kidnap, whether it be Israeli soldiers sure. or Israeli civilians. Uh, many of you are familiar with the tunnels, the system of tunnels that um, were built or tunneled from Gaza into Israel that have subsequently been either destroyed or plugged up right. by our subterranean wall. But that was an attempt not just to launch attacks, but also to kidnap. Rolene, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks so much again, once again, for joining us. Let's just hope now all this, uh, these endeavors that we've spoken about will bear fruit. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel, giving us the latest on what's happening in that part of the world.